evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Garage Game Day Sports. I'm your host, as always, Louis Longoria. Today, we are talking NFL playoffs, and in my opinion, the single most interesting weekend of football of the season. We're talking divisional round. Today, we're bringing you predictions and opinions on the NFC side of the bracket. Tomorrow, we will cover the AFC side. But let's get this party started. We're talking the first game of Divisional Weekend, 3.30 Central. That's my time. Frozen Tundra of Lambeau Field. The Green Bay Packers, the top seed in the NFC, hosting the six-seeded Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. The LA Rams coming into this game a bit banged up. They were already banged up last weekend in that win over the Seahawks. 130-20, the defense looked really good. Uh, John Walford actually started this game for the Rams at QB, but went down with a neck injury. Jared Goff was still nursing that surgically repaired thumb, but had to get thrown into the game once Walford went down. Goff came in, played pretty well. Uh, he was serviceable. Of course, he didn't he didn't wow us with any stats. You know, 150 yards through the air, one touchdown, no interceptions. So... He played as well as he could have, considering the circumstances. But the Rams did get a little more banged up during the game. Uh, Aaron Donald left with a rib injury. Cooper Cup did the same with an injured knee. Their statuses are both up to this point unclear for their game against Green Bay, but all signs point to them being good to go. Uh, I know they didn't practice yesterday, but had walkthroughs. Um, so I, I believe they'll both be good to play. Uh, but that defense sure showed up against Seattle. That defense looked really, really good. Not letting Russ cook, that's for sure. 41% completion rate for Mr. Wilson. Uh, only allowed or allowed less than 200 yards passing. And uh, considering those weapons that the Seahawks have out wide, you know, DK, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, kept them in check for a large chunk of the game. You know, Metcalf got his two touchdowns. But uh, when Jalen Ramsey was on him, it was a tough day at the office, just like it has been uh, the other matchups, uh, they, the other games they had with Seattle during the year. So the Rams definitely bring it on defense. They're going to be a very stiff test. I think for the Packers, it's going to be, you know, top dog versus top dog, number one offense in Green Bay versus number one defense in L.A. Um, <clears throat> we still don't know, you know, we won't know Donald and Cup's status they might be game time decisions i don't know if if they're gonna announce that ahead of time or not but um you know they're they're gonna be key donald of course two sacks in the game against seattle he also had help from leonard floyd leonard floyd had two two big sacks they so they combined for four four of the five sacks on russell wilson so they're looking to do the same to aaron Rodgers and that lethal green bay offense that offense can just score in bunches. You know, of course, top seed in the NFC, they had a bye. <clears throat> so they got to rest, heal up, enjoy some home cooking in Lambeau Field. Very tough to win at Lambeau. You know, the Packers, winners of six straight, eight of their last nine games. And uh, not too shabby at home either. Seven and one at home for the Pack. Their only loss did come to the Vikings earlier in the year. And uh, Dalvin Cook ran wild in that game. Three touchdowns, carried the rock 30 times. So the Rams, I think, are going to want a healthy dose of Cam Akers, maybe get some of the other backs involved 
try and play keep away from Aaron Rodgers. You know, if you if, if you want to have a chance against the Packers, you're going to have to get it done on the ground. They've struggled at times against teams on the ground, but you're also going to want to control the clock and play keep away from Rodgers in that offense. You know, they can strike like that. They can put on long sustained drives. So you definitely want to eat up the time of possession and keep Rodgers on the sideline, you know, keep his arm cold, keep that momentum grounded as long as you can. But Cam Akers <clears throat> had himself a big boy game. Big boy game in the wild card round. The rookie sure impressed me. 131 yards on the ground. Had a TD. So he's he's coming into his own very, very well. And I would lead, I would think he would lead this running game in this game to try and slow down that Packer offense. Um, <clears throat> Rodgers, of course. The clear-cut MVP favorite of the season. 48 touchdowns, only 5 picks. We know the numbers. We know the game. We know the man, the myth, the legend. Mr. Aaron Rodgers. But, of course, he's got that weapon, Devontae Adams, on the outside. All those touchdowns, the breakaway plays, the big plays. Adams just explodes game after game. You've got Aaron Jones also. I know Robert Tunyon had a uh, had a pretty big first half of the season kind of dropped off a bit but he hit double digit touchdowns on the year too so he'll always be a threat at tight end it's going to be tough to slow down this Packers offense um they're second in the league in third down conversions they like to keep the chains moving wear down that defense as much as they can they're going to try and put on long drives, you know, wear out that Rams defense or even quick strikes. They can do both. That's what makes them so dangerous. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Donald and Floyd going to definitely be are going to definitely be key in this game, as well as the matchup. I, I would look I would look out for Jalen Ramsey, of course, Rams corner going up against Devontae Adams. We'll see how often they get matched up together. <clears throat> I would very much look forward to that. You know, we see what Jalen Ramsey can do. So I'm sure Green Bay is going to try and move Devontae around, get him some different looks against different guys, try and get him in motion, try and move him away from Ramsey and let him get his, which which I think he will get his. But at some point, you know, Ramsey's going to gonna be on him to try and limit that big playability because Rodgers to Adams, in my opinion, either first or second, you can take your pick. Quarterback, wide receiver duos in the league. I would take Rodgers and Adams, 1A, and I would take Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs of the Bills, 1B. But I think to me the the, the main matchup in this game may not be Adams-Ramsey because we may not see that the entire game. But I'm going to go Cam Akers and that Rams running game <clears throat> going up against the Packers front seven. You know, we know Green Bay struggles at times with a run. That one loss they had to the Vikings at home. They got it going on the ground. You know, they struggled with Carolina with Mike Davis for a little bit. <clears throat> they've had other games where they've, you know, struggled defending Jonathan Taylor in that Colts game the Packers had, that overtime win. They did struggle bottling him up. So they're going to have to have a big day at the office. Cam Akers is going to have to get things done, which I think he can. And I'll help keep the ball away from Rodgers and company. But I don't know. I just... This offense is so deadly for Green Bay. You know, from the third down conversion rates, the weapons you have, the scoring points, they average over 30 points a game. And I know the Rams are first, you know, in a bunch of statistical defensive categories. Uh, first in points points allowed. I think it's under 19 points a game. But Green Bay's offense, 
in January at Lambeau Field. Last time I checked, I don't think snow's in the forecast. Uh, I know Green Bay would favor would wish that there was snow in the contest in this game because LA being in Southern California, you know, they would have an even bigger advantage. But I don't think Green Bay needs that advantage to win this game. I think the Packers get it done through the air. And frankly, we don't know the status of John Wolford or Jared Goff. One of them's got to play, but neither one may be at 100%. We don't know the health of Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and Green Bay's just so dangerous as it is. I don't think the Rams are going to have enough offense to keep up with Green Bay, even if they limit the big plays of Rodgers, Adams, and those guys. Aaron Jones at running back, we know he can be explosive. The Rams don't have the offense to keep up with Green Bay. So to open divisional weekend, I like the Packers in this game, and I like Green Bay 27-17. I think the Packers hold home field advantage, and they would host the NFC Championship game if my prediction holds true. And the other NFC game, it's the final game of divisional weekend. And boy, if you love offense, if you love offense, you're going to want to check out this game. Two of the GOATs, Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Buccaneers, and the Saints, round three, old NFC South rivals clashing for a chance at the NFC Championship. You know, the Saints, the two seed, the South winners, Tampa Bay is the five seed, they were the South runner-up, so they had to play last week. Buccaneers looked good on the road over the Washington football team, you know, struggled a bit with Taylor Heineke at quarterback for the WFT. But that defense sure showed up. They made plays when they had to. Brady made plays and got plenty of his receivers involved. He got Godwin and Antonio Brown involved. They did look good. That offense has been on track these past few weeks. They have looked really good. The Saints started off 1-2 and two on the year, of course. They've ruled off nine wins in a row. Nine wins. In, they had well, they had reeled off nine wins in a row to get to ten and two. They split four games that Breeze was out. You know, we had he had all those broken ribs and that punctured lung, so Drew Breeze was out. Um, they played well. You know, they split those four games. Taysom Hill was in at quarterback. Um, you've had injury concerns with Michael Thomas. He had a nagging ankle injury since week one. He's been in and out of the lineup dealing with a hamstring injury, and then he missed one game because of a suspension. They finally got him back, and he finally got on the board with a touchdown in their wildcard game last week over the Bears. The offense, you know, didn't score as much as we may have thought, and I know that's a test, a, a, somewhat of a testament to the Bears' defense. Um, the Saints scoring 21, you know, only holding the Bears to three, despite, you know, Mitchell Trubisky and, and the Bears are not the best offense. But the Saints' defense getting it done with stops, you know, Cam Jordan and those guys just looking really good. Marshawn Lattimore, you know, you've got two pro bowlers on that side of the ball. <clears throat> then you've got Alvin Kamara, another pro bowler. you got two pro bowlers on the offensive line. They know how to work the ball. Kamara, you know, catching and running. They've just been, they've just been playing very, very good football. Probably one of the, le- one of the best, you know, in my opinion, two or three best teams in the second half of this season. <clears throat> and I know people like to bring up this point that it's hard for a team to beat the same team three times in one season. And, you know, these being division rivals, they the Saints have won the first two games in this trilogy. You know, they beat them back in week one, Brady's first game in Tampa Bay. They beat them in New Orleans. Then they smoked the Buccaneers. They smoked them 
in Tampa Bay, 38-3. to And that kind of kick-started Tampa Bay's, you know, riding the ship. You know, after that game, they kind of got it out of, con- got it in control, you know, won five straight, uh, four straight to close the season, and then their fifth straight last week over the football team. And I know people do seem to think that it's hard to beat the same team three times, but dating back, Teams that have won the first two games and have gone on to play that same team in the playoffs have won 12 of 17 times. I, I didn't even know that. I had to look that up. I thought that was interesting because I, I would think it's kind of hard to beat a team three times, but, I mean, there's no magic. You know, they beat us twice, so we're going to come back out and play harder than them in the third game and all this. You know, you can throw records out the window. This game is just going to be a flat-out shootout, I think. Even though both teams boast really good defenses, they've got key guys on both sides that can make plays, that can stop the quarterback, that can harass the quarterback, that can tackle. But when you got two of the goats at quarterback and you got a whole bunch of weapons on both sides, this just screams shootout to me. You know, both these teams rank in the top five in points per game. Uh, They both average over 30 points. Um, both do boast two of the top four rushing defenses in terms of yards allowed per game. The Saints allow 94 yards. Tampa Bay only allows 81 yards on the ground. And uh, if you're saying, if you're the Saints, you're probably thinking, well, Alvin Kamara doesn't get all his yards on the ground. He gets a lot of them catching the ball, you know? So I think um, we'll see a, a healthy dose of Kamara catching the ball and running the ball. Breeze, of course, is going to want to get Michael Thomas involved. Oh, Mike just got his first touchdown last week, so you know he's going to be wanting more. Um, I think Cam Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore have have to have big games for this Saints te- for this Saints team. You know, um, even Trey Hendrickson, which we still don't know the status of him, but this young defensive end for the Saints has been balling out this year, balling out thirteen and a half sacks, thirteen sacks this year, and has just really come on as a force. On that Saints front seven. He had played week 17. But then came back and missed last week's game against the Bears. So his status unclear for this contest. But if he's good to go. Look for him, Cam Jordan and those boys to come after Brady. And come after Brady often. You know, the key to getting to, to getting stops on Brady. Is you want to put pressure with only four guys. You don't want to send the house. And leave one-on-one matchups everywhere. Because Brady will pick you apart. And Brady has the offense and the weapons to pick you apart. So the key to this is going to be getting that pressure with only four or five guys and letting the rest, you know, cover behind. And I think they can definitely do that with Jordan and with Henriksen if he's good to go. You know, the Buccaneers offense, like I said, you know, it's starting to click now. You know, you had Antonio Brown basically come in halfway through the season and start to contribute right away. Brady got him involved right away. Chris Godwin missed four games earlier this year. He's been getting touchdowns. You know, Brady's been finding Gronk here and there. You know, your running game kind of comes and goes with Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones, but they are two very serviceable weapons that can put points on the board and pile up yards. And then you've got Mike Evans, who's just always a physical threat. He's a beast, man. Six foot five, you know, he can he can hit him in the open field. Or if you're in the red zone, that big target, just throw it up and big boy Evans will grab it. So... That's a lot of weapons on both sides, you know. I, I look for, when I look at matchups, this one similar to the Rams-Packers that I just talked about. The matchup I want to see is Alvin Kamara and the Saints running game. I'm throwing Latavius Murray and I'm throwing Taysom Hill in here too. 
because we'll probably see small doses of Hill, and I'm sure we'll see Latavius Murray, you know, third down or special situations. So the Saints running game as a whole against the Buccaneers linebackers in their front seven, specifically Devin White and Jason Pierre-Paul. They are a part of a quartet that loves to put pressure on the quarterback. And Breeze, I'm not sure if he's 100% yet or if it still hurts when he breathes or talks, you know, because of those those broken ribs. But the Buccaneers boys are going to want to come after him. You know, you got Shaq Barrett back there too, Dominic and Sue, JPP, and Devin White. All these guys can get after the quarterback. They can harass the quarterback. They can disrupt plays. So you're definitely going to want to hold them in check. You know, we know Breeze isn't the most mobile quarterback to begin with. So he's going to have to make quick passes, quick decisions. You know, I think Kamara out in the flat, short slants across the field. You're going to want to try and stymie that defensive line and not let them get to Breeze. You don't want them to rough him up. But I also think... The Saints could exploit coverage, you know, with Kamara in the middle of the field. I know that could cause confusion in the defense. You can get Latavius Murray, Taysom Hill, plenty of looks. You know, they line him up everywhere they want. And um, I think the Saints could take advantage of that. But but quick decisions and moving the chains are going to be key. I know they, they've both played very well as of late. You know, Brady's getting all his receivers and backs involved. Um and that front seven can get the pressure on the quarterback. But I just like the Saints right now just a little bit better. They've been playing red hot this entire second half of this season. You've got Breeze, you know, exercising these recent playoff demons. You know, they had the Minneapolis Miracle that lost. Then they had the pat, the bogus pass interference call against the Rams. So they're right, wanting to right all these wrongs. And they were off to a really good start last week against Chicago. And I think Breeze, if this is his last year, is going to want to go out in style. You know... His receivers, now that they're at full strength, they've got Thomas and Kamara back, and you've got all these guys that can put pressure on the quarterback. I, I and they're at home. I just I think I like the Saints a little bit more in this game. I think this could easily be the game of divisional weekend. It's the last one, so it could very well be the best one. I'm gonna go Saints here, 31-27 in somewhat of a shootout. You know, I think we'll get early fireworks going in the first couple quarters and then i think the defenses will start figuring it out and they'll have to start making adjustments and it'll turn into a chess match but i do like the saints and the packers to advance to the nfc championship game we'll be back tomorrow folks garage game day will be back covering the afc side of things so feel free to like us on facebook follow our podcast on spotify and also hit that like hit that subscribe button below if you're watching us on youtube this is garage game day we will see you guys later